You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast, also heard on The Bet in Las Vegas on the radio if you're with us there. Thanks for being with us. We are talking about the Raiders' big Christmas gift to you. Yes, their big victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. 20 to 14 on Christmas Day. What a way to start your Christmas Day, especially if you're on the West Coast. That was Christmas morning. You're probably sitting around with your family, having some coffee, having some you know, breakfast, whatever you guys were doing. What a great way to start out. You look at what the Raiders were able to do. Held the Chiefs to 300 yards of total offense, 5 of 16 on, on, on third down. Uh, just amazing. The two turnovers, of course. And uh, even though the, Ch- the Chiefs held the ball for nine minutes longer than the Raiders, that tells you just how strong this Raiders defense was. And should we be surprised? The defense taking on the persona of their interim head coach, Antonio Pierce, of course, Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, deserves a lot of credit as well. So shout out to him because this team and this defensive team has been playing well all season long and has only gotten better as the year has progressed. Scott Branson, along with you. My co-host is Mo Moten. He's a senior NFL writer over Bleacher Report, also Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com, where you can catch his work there. You can also catch my work on SportsNot.com. Thanks for being back with us. All right, Mo, elephant in the room, Antonio Pierce. Everybody, I mean, I'd say 80% of the people I see, not only within Raider Nation, but nationally, national pundits, former players who are on national TV, Everybody now saying, especially with the win yesterday, and not just the win yesterday, I have to say this because this is significant, not just the win, but how they won, that Antonio Pierce needs to get this job. I know you said as much on Monday. Um, I am there as well. I, I still think that you, they have to go through the process. You, I saw a lot of people say, you just got to take the tag off. Interim tag. You can't. League rules, they have to do an interview process. But... Mm-hmm. That could be just a process, so I understand that. But, Mo, it's hard. I, I, can find, I can find reasons to be skeptical still. That does not mean that I don't believe that you earn the job. And I think that you look what he's done now at 4-3. and three, they got two more games to go, the Raiders do. But the, 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 the attitude, we talked about swagger in the first segment, the sort of turn we've seen with that. The results always haven't been good. 
But the results we've seen, this big landmark win for this team, I should say this highlight win for this team in 2023, boy, the momentum is so far going in his direction, it would be hard to see him not get the job now, wouldn't it? Yeah, this was a statement game for Antonio Pierce. Now the Raiders also are alive in the playoff hunt. I don't want to dig too much too far into playoff discussions and snares right now. The Raiders obviously have to win out to give themselves a good shot. But um, as I said, statement game for Antonio Pierce. I outlined what Antonio Pierce had working in his favor over on Sports Not last week. I said he already has player buy-in. We're starting to see player development from that Chargers game. You saw it again against the Chiefs. As I mentioned, Malcolm Koontz, Jack Jones, Trayvon Merrick almost had an interception. Samir White coming along now. And he also had his side of the ball playing well. Now, I know a lot of people don't associate the defensive side of the ball with Antonio Pierce, but that is his linebacker core. He was a former D coordinator at Arizona State, so I would assume that he has some input on the defense and the way it's playing right now and some impact there. So he had those three things working in his favor, and I said he's missing one element to put him over t- over the top as a head coach of Kennedy, and it's a quality win against a winning football team or a team in the playoff hunt, and he got that yesterday. So in my opinion, if you're hiring today, he checks all the boxes to be the head coach, and I think at this point of time, the way the defense is playing, you don't want to disrupt that continuity. You don't want to disrupt that development and growth on that side of the ball. I don't think Bo Hart agrees it as the offensive coordinator. It's very clear that Aiden O'Connell is a backup. You get him a quarterback, the Raiders get a quarterback, they get a new OC, and hopefully the offense improves, and now you have a well-balanced football team. But for as far as Antonio Pierce has his reach on defense with the linebackers, with the players in that locker room, specifically the, the leaders, I, I don't see how you turn him down at the interview right now as you said the Raiders can't just remove the tag you have to go through the interview process but as I said during the Bleacher Report live assuming the Raiders don't flatline or face plant in the last two games if you're Mark Davis you have to be saying to Antonio Pierce as long as you don't screw it up and get blown out in these last two games you're going to get the job yeah but you have to finish the season you know on a solid note you can't don't just oh I got the job. I don't have to do my, you know, I don't have to coach anymore. I, I'm the man now. No, you, the Raiders, as I said, the Raiders have a shot to still make the playoffs at seven and eight, and they go against the Colts and the Denver Broncos in the last two to the season. But as I said, I, I think it's it goes without saying, you don't have to say this, as long as the Raiders don't face plant or flatline these last two games, Antonio Pierce should be the guy for that uh, head coaching job in 2024 and beyond. Yeah, and, and I think that's what we said. I had, I had a lot of people come back at me like, oh, you said you didn't want him as coach. I said, no, 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 no. We've been very consistent on this show, play I think out. the two of us. And yeah, we said, play it out. Play it out. You got to see who's in the, the candidate pool. But we always, we always said he had the opportunity to earn it. And I think yesterday he got over that hump to a certain degree. And I think that to your point, yes. Unless, if they were to get blown out 40 to nothing over the next two weeks, you might have then, some yeah. questions. It's right. not going to happen. I, I just don't see the way this defense is going, the way the trajectory is going. Anything can happen, of course, but mm. they're going to Indy next week uh, on New Year's Eve. So if he goes to Indy and Indy's reeling right now, right, because of these two losses in a row that really hurt their playoff chances after they were on a nice little run and Gardner Minshew, all that stuff. They go to Indy and win that game. Then you're talking about not only are you two games over 500 under Antonio Pierce, but then you also win two games on the road. It's hard in the NFL to win on the road. I don't care who you are. So so to me, all the momentum is going in his direction. 
and I think you saw it yesterday. You saw it with that defense. And listen, again, we'll talk about the offense because the offense, is, as far as as far as Bo Hardigree calling it, as far as Aiden O'Connell being the quarterback, not good in Kansas City. Of course, you had Zamir White, 145 yards, had a great game. But overall, you have to look at where is this going. And I think this is the case where I'm with I'm with Raider Nation on this one now because look, I got convinced yesterday a lot because this team, you look at just like when they came out against the Vikings, right? Off the bye week. And they didn't look good, they didn't look prepared, they didn't look ready to go. And a lot of people wanted to make excuses. Well, it's not his team. And I said no, and you and I both said no. That's on the head coach. You you're coming off a bye week. You need to be prepared for the game. They were not. Antonio Pierce owned it. Fans didn't want him to own it, but he did own it. He took total responsibility. Then they come out against the Chargers. You saw what they did there, and they come out against the Chiefs. Well, that's to me, head coach gets credit for that, okay? Because he is the leader. So you got to give him his flowers. So he gets that. And so now you see them come out against the Chiefs. Now, if they do that again, win or lose against the Colts and the Broncos, then you start to see that pattern. I think that's what you start to see. And I, you saw Antonio Pierce get emotional in the postgame interview when he asked about that win. And I think there was a sense of not only does it show you how much he cares for his players and you see why he's got the buy-in, Mo, but he also knew that was a huge game for him. He wasn't being selfish, but it was a relief. It was emotion related to, okay, I needed a signature. He knew he needed a signature win, Mo. He I, knew it. Of course. Yes. And he got it in, in a way that was so – they overcame a, a putrid offensive performance it, it, overall, okay? Terrible. It was almost as bad as Minnesota. So if, you look, if not you look at that, way. but the defense – over and, and that made the win even sweeter. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think a lot of things that we've been saying, even though some fans will push back on it, I think Antonio Pierce understood even if he didn't say that at the podium. So we said Antonio Pierce is in an audition. Can't dismiss him. I said you can't dismiss him and you can't crown him until you start to see more results. And you pointed out the fact that he was emotional after that win against the Chiefs, and I think he understood that, that it was still a working audition. Now, of course, the season doesn't end today, so the interview process doesn't start today. But I think he understands that with the win over the Chiefs and the way the Raiders beat the Chiefs, and I know the score was 20-14, to 14, but I feel like the Raiders controlled that game from start to finish. Now, there was some mm -hmm. sloppiness early with drops for both teams, a muff punt from DeAndre Carter, I get that. But the Chiefs were never in a moment where they seemed to establish a rhythm. The Raiders had them off balance the entire game. This wasn't a, a, a fluke win that you would say, oh, that's a fluky win. The Raiders won on a last-second Hail Mary, or it was one turnover. No, the Raiders dominated that football game. So I think Pierce understanding the way the Raiders won that game, it puts him in the driver's seat for the head coaching position. Now, we'll see who the candidates are, and I think that's the only possible way that Antonio Pierce doesn't get the job if Mark Davis falls in love with a candidate that has you know, a proven resume and is a big name, possibly. That's the only way I, I see it being kind of murky for Pierce. But I think Pierce in his head with that win understands that, look, I've, I've checked a lot of boxes. I, I've done enough right now to, to be the front runner for the position right now, not knowing who the other candidates are. 
And assuming I don't fumble it in these last two games, and I, as you said, I don't see that happening because these players have shown incredible fight right now for themselves, as Devontae Adams said, for the names on the front and back of their jerseys. And they're showing incredible fight for Antonio Pierce, who's vying for that job. So I don't expect them to get blown out. They may lose a game. I think they have a good chance of winning both. They may lose. But they're not going to lose by blow by double digits to the Broncos or the Colts on yeah. New Year's Eve. So I think Antonio Pierce's emotion just comes from knowing, wow, you know, I was able to do an incredible job and turn around this football team that was three and five and pretty much lifeless in some games to give them some swagger. And now to have a winning record at four and three as an interim head coach is huge for me. No, it, it is huge. And listen, I think that. I think that the way this it goes down, unless something drastically changes, and to your point, you don't know who the can is. If Jim Harbaugh wants the Raiders job specifically, would Mark Davis suddenly think, well, geez, I love yeah. Antonio. I want to keep him, but I got to talk to Jim. I don't know. We don't know that. I, I, don't know. Something, I'm reading tea leaves, Mo, and I just feel like the momentum, everything going in that right direction for Pierce doesn't that doesn't happen? I don't. I just don't see somebody coming in and being a candidate that wows Mark Davis so much away from the mood, the feeling. But anything can happen. I just don't see it happening, right? Right. And I'll say this: if it, what's the old saying, Scott? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so the Raiders are now on the upswing with Antonio Pearson and getting the development from the players. Why go off that track? Why disrupt that? You know, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. In fact, to the old saying, if it don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Antonio Pierce actually fixed it because it yeah. was broken under Josh McDaniel. So yes. Antonio Pierce actually came in and cleaned up the mess. Yeah. So I don't see why you need to fix it again if, if your team is now responding to him. Right. And not perfect. Not, things aren't perfect. No, now, listen, I, our, our, our good friend Kane on X.com, shout out to Kane. He said it to me after the game yesterday because I was talking about how they won despite not having offense. And he pointed out, of course, Zamir White. But you got to have balance on offense, which we, they didn't have. But anyway, but he said there, and I agree with him, which is now you have that team with a quarterback with some maybe improved, just a little bit of improvement on the offensive line. And maybe yesterday they win by they win by three scores. I mean, honestly, because that's what they didn't have is they don't have the playmaker quarterback. And, and before... Look, we've been we've been very supportive of the development of Aiden O'Connell on this show. But as, as I pointed out yesterday on X as well, Mo, you saw there were times he got sacked where literally if he could just step and move a little bit with his feet. I'm not even talking being really mobile, just somewhat functioning, functionally mobile. He would have gotten out of that. We saw that with Patrick Mahomes, who got out of situations because he can move with his feet. And so you look at that and you say, okay, and I'm not making excuses for Antonio Pierce or the Raiders, but you look at them at four and three under his direction with a rookie quarterback with an offensive line that's been without two starters now for the most part of three games, without their starting running back, okay, um, and without their starting tight end yesterday too. And so you start to see, boy, if you start to, if you put him in that place, and I think Champ Kelly is going to get the job too, by the way. If Champ Kelly gets the job, I think this is where Mark Davis needs to say, okay, Antonio, you're going to be the full-time head coach after the interview process, of course. And <laughs> Champ, you're the GM. I want Champ to help you, Antonio, get the best offensive mind we can get to bring in here because we're going to go get a young quarterback. 
and we need somebody who we can trust to develop that quarterback along with you. And then you go. So, so I, I'm okay with that plan because I agree. And Mo, you know, on this show, I've had co-hosts who've had no radio experience. You and I have had people that have written with us on web, different websites, including my own website when I had one that hadn't writing experience. I love giving people an opportunity. You don't just give it to them because they've had previous experience. Is that a, a tick against them? No, I shouldn't say against them. Is that a challenge for them to overcome? Absolutely. But I think you see Antonio Pierce, what Raider fans like to say is he's the quote-unquote leader of men. I think that's what they've had. They had that a little bit with Gruden, but that was a whole mess. So now you have a guy who lives the embodiment of the Raider spirit. They haven't had that in a really long time. You could maybe say Jack Del Rio had it a little bit with that kind of linebacker mentality, but this is a very different feel. You have a lot of momentum going there, and I think if you get him the right pieces, and, and it starts with a quarterback and it starts with an offensive mind. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think you said it was Kane on the X. I had the same thought. If the Raiders had it, an average quarterback, that game is a blowout by yes. the by the end of the third quarter. The Raiders probably win maybe you know thirty one to fourteen, and flip the first score. Of, well, actually, the Chiefs won thirty one seventeen. Probably Raiders win thirty one fourteen, thirty one seventeen, if they have just a quarterback that can get that defense off the field. Because I said it during the game. I said at some point. The Raiders' offense is going to have to give them something if they're going to win the football game. Now, the Raiders' offense, you know, didn't score a touchdown, but Zamir White had 145 rushing yards, and he had that dagger of a 43-yard run to seal the football game. So the offense finally gave him something at the end to seal it, and I was right about that. But as you said, going forward, I would like to see the Raiders upgrade their quarterback position with an athletic quarterback. I wrote a piece, if you remember, a few weeks ago, I said the Raiders' quarterback room is very archaic. They have a bunch of guys that have limited mobility or can't really move at all. Brian right. Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy Garoppolo. And, I, and I, I'm still struggling with this with some people on the X saying they don't need a running quarterback. Pocket passers can get the job done. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that pocket passers can't get the job done. But what I'm saying is that your offense would be a lot more optimal if you have a quarterback who has functional mobility, again, that right. doesn't mean he has to run for 50 yards a game like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen score a bunch of touchdowns with his feet. It means he's able to move when he has to, to extend plays, keep plays alive and evade pressure. And as you said, you saw that with Patrick Mahomes. Now, of course, Patrick Mahomes had to run because his receivers weren't open, but there were plenty <laughs> of times where Patrick Mahomes extended plays because he has that mobility. While he can still throw from the pocket, he can use his legs. And that's what the Raiders need on their side as at, at the quarterback position. At best, Aiden O'Connell is a backup in this league. And, and, that, and that's the important thing here, too. Because, look, I, I would love to see a- Aiden O'Connell a Raider for 10 years. I got no problem with Aiden O'Connell because I think he's the kind of quarterback that you need him to come in and spell a starter who's either injured or whatever – yeah. You know, you can win games with them. I'm not saying you can't win games with them. And I think this is where people still, and I don't know, maybe it's our current t- times, Mo. People either want to be right and make somebody wrong. Like, you can't ever find common ground. And that's what I try to tell people. Where they, Why are you hating on I had a guy on YouTube just will not stop. And I finally just stopped responding to him with all due respect because I'm like, dude, you're just looking for me to say that I'm wrong. And I, that's not what it's about. It's not about winning an argument. It's about if you look at the NFL, even examples of Matthew Stafford, okay, or Jared Goff, 
Well, they're pocket passers. They are more pocket passers, yes, but they move with their legs. I'm not saying they're fleet of foot, they're Aaron Rodgers or they're Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that, but they know how to evade pressure and they are more athletic and they move around the pocket. And this tells me, and and, and this is not a put down on anybody. I want to make sure I say it's it's a holiday season. I'm in a really good mood, despite my wing being injured here. (laughs) And that is... That if you if you watch other teams, some of you guys out there, you just don't watch a lot of football. You might watch highlights, and that's cool. I get it. It's a busy life. You can't sit there and watch football games all the time. Mo and I get paid to do that. I get it. Okay. If you watch a lot of football, you cannot show me a, a pure packet pos- passer that does not move well in the NFL anymore that is being exceptionally successful. You just can't find it. You can go to Tom Brady and all the Super Bowls. I get it. He's an anomaly. That era is over, especially in the last three years. Follow the way offensive schemes are. Follow the way defenses are changing to match offensive schemes. The way pressure comes in now on the quarterback, you have to be able to move. Okay? That's why the Colts have been good, even with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, because he moves. So so with that said, the Raiders have to get, I think they have to go get two quarterbacks, Mo. They have to get the young quarterback. They got to do whatever they can in the first round to get as high as they can in the first round, wherever that at. Doesn't have to be in the top five. I know a lot of you guys think it has to be one of three guys or you don't get a good quarterback. Not so. (laughs) Got to do that. And then I would go get another veteran, whether that veteran's Justin Fields for a third round pick or whether it's another veteran to come in that can be functionally mobile and let those three guys go into camp without a starter and say, hey, whoever wins the job wins the job. I just have one issue with people calling Matthew Stafford a pocket. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast get past for anyone who watched that rams saints oh. game last thursday he clearly has functional mobility so i moved out, in and out of the pocket multiple times if you've watched matthew stafford while he was in detroit he used his functional mobility plenty of times i know he's what 34 he 35 years old he, I know, I know he's 34, 35 years old right now, but Matthew Stafford is a functioning mobile quarterback. Yes. Yeah, he can throw. He's one of the best passes still in this league, but he can move in the pocket, and that's and that's what I'm saying. The Raiders need. Again, I'm not saying the Raiders need a Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. They need a guy who's naturally athletic and naturally mobile. 
yes. but can still throw from the pockets. I think that's where the with me, I don't know what where, where the pushback with you comes from, but with me, people are saying, oh, they need they don't need a guy who's going to run around. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a quarterback who can move, but his primary thing is throwing from the pocket, but has the ability to move, doesn't rely on it to pick up yards, but can do it if necessary. And as I said, Matthew Stafford is a perfect example of that. And Mo, what I tend to get is I get the people who are saying, how can you say that about O'Connell? He's in his first year. You have to give him time to develop. And then they point to guys like, oh, what about Patrick Mahomes? I'm like, Patrick Mahomes had 45 touchdowns, 50 touchdowns his second year, his first full year in the league. So don't compare it to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he's a functional mobile quarterback. But nonetheless, but the other, the comparison there is, listen, Mo, I am now over 50 years old. Okay, I'm just under 5'10", because as you're older, you actually start to shrink a tiny bit. Just under 5'10 now. I'm never going to be 6'2". Just not going to happen, right? I can work hard. I can get in better shape, which I need to do, by the way. I can do all that. I'm never going to be 6'2". Aiden O'Connell is never going to be able to move with his feet the way some of those other quarterbacks. It does not mean he's not a good quarterback. It does not mean he can't be a Raider for life. It just is what it is and that's what i'm trying to say to people I'm like well you don't know what he's going to be look there are certain attributes you can't change and that's one of them and that's what i was going to say is that you don't get more athletic as you age <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it just doesn't work minute. like that <laughs> if okay, you're well. if you're not athletic at 22 you're not going to be athletic at 26 27 28 because remember Aiden O'Connell is an older rookie yeah and i believe he came in the league at 24 so he's not going to get more naturally athletic as he ages it just doesn't work like that biologically but i do agree with you i think um the raiders should bring in two quarterbacks obviously draft one early and then whoever the oc is maybe bring in a veteran who's familiar with that oc system to be the third quarterback to to push a o'connell because again you're not if you if you're a new offensive coordinator a new play caller you're not just going to be giving out jobs you want your quarterbacks in every position outside of Devonte adams Colton Miller to earn their starting job right and I think that with Aiden O'Connell even if you do keep him assuming you do keep him and the Raiders should have a battle with whoever comes in as the veteran have that competition our iron sharpens iron right so it, that's that's what we talk about every year at training camp iron sharpens iron you push guys in-house so that you all could be better and I think having a healthy competition for the number two quarterback spot with a functioning mobile quarterback would also be good for Aiden O'Connell. Well, and that's why I talked about it, and I know we've talked about it here on the show, and I think we were kind of maybe even the first show to really talk about it, which was the idea of perhaps giving Justin Fields a shot if the Bears. looks like the Bears are going to move on from it. It looks like Fields is ready to move on as well uh, based on his, his, his comments that you saw in some of the interviews he's done recently. And, and I got a lot of pushback on that. He sucks. He can't do this. He can't do that. You never know what happens, right? That's what they said about Jim Plunkett. That's what they said about Rich Gannon. Like, you don't know. But here's my point, Mo. Even with, like, well, he's going to cost too much. He can, his option year, $24 million. Option year, you bring him in for a year, it's going to cost you $8 million. You bring him in for a year, yeah, you got to give up a third-round draft pick, perhaps. You bring him in for a year, it costs you $8 million. If he doesn't do well and he doesn't become your franchise quarterback, even with the rookie you draft, guess what? You let him go the next year. And you don't have to pay them. You can, you can, you can, you can not exercise the option, make him a free agent, and he's on the market. So to me, and I'm not saying it has to be Justin Fields, but somebody in a situation like that, 
you have very little downside to me because if he balls out and he goes nuts and he's he's everything everybody thought he would be, well then boy, now you have maybe a franchise quarterback for a couple years and you can do you have two options on him and you have a rookie to develop underneath him who if that rookie develops, guess what you do? You say, see you, Justin Fields, even though you had a couple good years, now we got another rookie right behind you and we're good to go. And if he doesn't pan out, you, you it costs you $8 million and you say sayonara. Here's my thing about Justin Fields. I'm going to make multiple points here and I want people to follow me very closely because there was a lot of talk about Justin Fields on the X and a lot of people oh, yeah. had a lot of opinions that, or you said this or you said that. Now that's like, that's not what I said. A lot of people think I'm saying Justin Fields should be the starter of the Raiders in 2024. That's no. not what I'm saying. First of all, and, and the other thing is a lot of people think Justin Fields is going to cost the Raiders a first-round pick. He's not. Not after the year that he's had, he's not going to cost a first-round pick. I could see Justin Fields going for a third-rounder, right? maybe with a late-round pick, if that's the cost. If you're the Raiders right now, right, and you are in the thick of the playoff hunt, and you're, you're probably, unless you trade up, you're not going to get a top quarterback prospect. The Raiders should be in the business of having as many possible potential starting quarterbacks as possible on their roster next year. Anal yeah. count to me is clear he's a backup. So when you if you're acquiring Justin Fields, you're having him compete for the job. And a lot of people say, well Justin, as you said, Justin Fields sucks. He just runs, he can't throw and all of this stuff. They said a lot of the not a lot of the same things, but they criti- heavily criticized Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield. Uh, Geno Smith Looks like he's back on the downslope for a year. Baker Mayfield on the upslope. A lot of people said, oh, Baker Mayfield can't be a starter in this league. He's not good. Geno Smith, he's not a starter in this league. He's not good. Sometimes it takes you getting to the right play caller. So Geno Smith had Shane Waldron in Seattle. Baker Mayfield has Dave Canales in Tampa Bay. And lo and behold, they had their best seasons over the last two years. I believe Justin Fields could still grow as a quarterback still a young quarterback and as you said the Raiders don't have to exercise his his fifth year option you can acquire Justin Fields have him play out his last year and if he turns out to be a nothing burger you let him go right but let's say if he clicks with the offensive coordinator he's good for a year now you don't have to pressure your rookie quarterback to start right away And a lot of people say well see Geno Smith hasn't been able to sustain it who knows if Baker Mayfield can sustain it and that's my point is you can have a Justin Fields be pretty good for a year. What did we just say about this Chiefs game? If they had average quarterback play, they would have blown out the Chiefs. I yes. believe Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Aiden O'Connell right now, right? So if you can get a Justin Fields to at least even be a bridge quarterback until your rookie is ready, because again, the Raiders may not have access to a top five quarterback prospect, especially if they somehow make the playoffs at nine and eight, they're going to be picking like 15 to 18. So right. what, let's say that the price is too high or teams don't want to move down. They want to keep their spots in this quarterback draft class. It's a possibility the Raiders quarterback, whoever they draft, if they do draft a rookie, may not be ready week one. So you're rolling with, who knows, Aiden O'Connell or another veteran. And I think Justin Fields can be at least that bridge quarterback where you say, okay, we have Justin Fields ready to play right now to be a serviceable starter. We also have our rookie who we drafted at 15, 16, 17, 18, who could be our eventual franchise quarterback, but he's not quite ready yet. So Justin right. Fields can play in the meantime, and then you transition to that rookie quarterback, whoever it is, and then you have that guy start for the for the you know foreseeable future. And, and that's my point is, and Mo, we've said it numerous times on the show, and I, I, I just want people to understand it because because you have multiple quarterbacks doesn't mean, to your point, you just made the point, 
And I'm just reiterating. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're married to one of them. Unless, you know, right. okay, if you're picking first in the second and third in the draft and you have Drake May or Caleb Williams, okay, I get it. You're, you're married to that guy. He's coming. But other than that, have as many as you can because you just don't know what's going to happen. And, and to your point, if the Raiders are picking 15th, you're looking at Michael Penix or somebody like that who I think has a lot of upside, but they're not, they're not the player that a Drake May is. They're not the same kind of quarterback prospect. So if that's the case, I still think you take them, but you got to have that backup plan. And again, it might take you two more years to find the quarterback you want. I don't know. But if you can get a guy that has that functional mobility that can help make your offense more dynamic with a new offensive coordinator coming in to be with Pierce if he's the head coach, then suddenly you're starting to, as, as our good friend Q always says, cook with grease, right? You're able to do that. And so, so that's what it is. So it's not, not everything is black and white here. You have to go in with multiple times. It's about playing chess. And if Champ Kelly is the GM, then you got to think, okay, what are my paths to success at quarterback? There's multiple paths, not just one. If you count on just one, then you get into a situation where if it doesn't work out, you're screwed. And I don't think the Raiders need to do that. So it's all good. And let's reiterate the point. Champ Kelly was in Chicago when the Bears drafted Justin Fields. I'm just saying that he was he was part of that brain trust that brought in Justin Fields and and tried to develop him. Now again, I know Raider fans, some Raider fans are gonna say, oh, he sucks, he's this, he's that. I'm gonna reiterate this point again. Sometimes it just takes you finding the right offensive coordinator, the right system to accentuate your skill set. I get Justin Fields has his issues. My issues with Justin Fields, one, he's got to stay healthy because he does run a lot. He he's got to protect the football, stay healthy. And he has these turnovers, and you saw it against the Cardinals late in the yes. game where the Bears had a commanding lead, and he turns the ball over. Yes, he has those issues. And I'm not saying Justin Fields is, is a starter day one, but what I, what I am saying is you give him a chance to at least compete for the job in the first year he's there just in case you're the quarterback that you pick in the teens isn't ready to play yet because if there's no Justin Fields, if there's no viable alternative, you're yeah. starting A and O'Connell again in 2024. Absolutely. And and by the way, too, listen, you're you're right about the turnovers. And and a lot of people brought that up to me about Justin Fields. And and I agree with them. You can't you can't do that, especially in situations like that. But I will say this, a surprising stat. I was reading a story the other day, fascinating story about it was about Josh Allen and how oh Josh Allen, turnover machine, blah, blah, blah. It's interesting, over the last five years, the Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks all were in the top three in interceptions. Did you know that? It's interesting. I, I had Scott, no idea. I mean, but it's different when you're on a winning team where the quarterback turns over the ball and it doesn't hurt you as much. I know it sounds crazy, but, but in a situation Justin Fields is in, if you turn over the ball like that on the Bears – different situation versus if you're the bills and you have a high powered offense and you can come back and score and you have a great defense like the Eagles had before the streak they've been on. So, so, so that's the difference there. So while turnovers for a young quarterback are a huge concern to your point, you get the right coaching staff and a lot of people are like, well, when has the Raiders ever been the right coaching staff situation? You can't have it both ways. You can't love Antonio Pierce and then say it's a bad situation if they go and get a young quarterback who needs development. So. I, look, I'll say this about turnovers. Not all turnovers are the same. Um, yes. But because, you know, there are there are interceptions at the end of halftime, at the end of games on desperation throws. There are deflections where it's deflections. not on the quarterback. Sometimes the wide receiver's hands are made of stone. That happens. So you have to kind of look at each interception. But I'll say this. I'm okay with 
interceptions for as long as the quarterback is making more plays than turnover worthy plays. You have to you have to consider the ratio in context. Is he throwing a bunch of picks with boneheaded decisions or is he trying to make a play and for the most part makes those plays with the exception of 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 times where he makes the wrong read, uh tries to fit it into triple cover, double triple coverage and it's a bad decision. And to, uh Justin Fields has some of those boneheaded plays that he's going to have to get out of his game if he's going to be a serviceable start in this league. But again, I think it goes to get him in a stable environment under a quality offensive coordinator and let's see what he is then. I'm I'm not so quick to call a player a bust until I see him in two different spots. So as I said with Geno Smith and, and, and Baker Mayfield, they failed in multiple spots. And then they found the, they found the right place for them. The, the Reports are that Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers are already talking about an extension. Uh, the, the Seahawks didn't draft the quarterback because they had Geno Smith. Now, again, he doesn't look like the same guy he was last year. But all I, but if you could get one year to give your rookie quarterback, who may not be ready to start right away, some breathing room, some time to develop, I think it would be good for the Raiders. Because, again, the Raiders don't have their quarterback answer right now. So you're trying to find the right answer. Sometimes you should bring in multiple possible solutions until you find that right answer. Right. And again, too, I had somebody yesterday, and I know I know we're going long on this segment, but that's okay. It was a big win, and everybody wants to listen to, to Mo and I espouse. <laughs> um, but yesterday somebody said to me, oh, okay, so you're saying Justin Fields just needs a better team, but Derek Carr didn't need a better team. And I'm like, are you kidding oh, me? Oh, my gosh. Derek Carr was a nine-year veteran. You're talking about a third-year player. A young player. It's a different situation. So, again, not all situations are the same. And I'm not always right. Look, they could bring in Justin Fields for a third round draft, a third and a seventh round draft pick, and he could be a bust. Fine. Then you could say, I told you so. Great. But at but, least but you Scott, tried But e- even if he is a bust, you, you drafted a rookie quarterback. So now you say, okay, Justin Fields ain't it. So we have our rookie quarterback who can now step in. And that's my point is that you yes. want a plan A and a plan B because if Correct. you put all your eggs into one basket and that one plan doesn't work, you're stuck holding that plan A. And, just, and all you have, is just give yourself multiple options. That's all and I'm you saying. have a second-year quarterback who played a bunch of snaps as a starter right. as your right. backup. And Aiden O'Connell. Exactly. Right. Just just give yourself multiple. I, I'm just saying, Raider Nation, if you're listening to me right now, all I'm saying is give yourself multiple options. Correct. Don't laser focus on one guy being the guy so that if he's not the guy, then you panic. If this that, guy's not the guy, move on to the next one. Okay, he's not the guy, we move on to the next one. That's why Mo dates five girls, because you know, <laughs> he keeps his options open, see, see which one Guys. rises to the top. Guys out there know what I'm trying to say <laughs> and what Scott's trying to say. Sometimes... You know, I, keep your options for the, for the young guys listening. I know there are kids listening to this. Don't do this. But sometimes you have to keep your options open just in case one doesn't work out. You have one lying in wait just in case you might want to have a lineup of two, three, you know, just in right. case. Just but saying. the third one might be your franchise girl. She might be. Right. And then and then it's over. And that's yet your starter. You're good. Right. Never know. There you go. All right, what a way to end the segment. Okay, we come back. We're going to close out the show, talk a little bit about the future of the Raiders, talk about what's coming up. What do we need to see over the last two games? Everybody's on the Antonio Pierce bandwagon. That's fine with me. Got no problem there. We'll talk a little bit about that again, but we'll also talk about the Colts and the Broncos coming up. And then the AFC, crazy AFC. I think finally people are going to talk about the Ravens. They run the 49ers and Brock Purdy's MVP candidacy. 
uh, of course, on Christmas night. So we'll talk a little bit of how that plays into the Raiders. Raiders playoff situation. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, they're still alive, unbelievably. We'll talk about that when we come back here on Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.